What's up, everyone? We are live at 5 Eastern Time. Today's guest is not Eastern Time. It's Thursday, August 6th. I'm Paul Wontor. I'm Beth Stevens. And we're joined, as always, by Caitlin Moynihan. Hi, Hello. How are you doing? Good to see you. I'm uh, great. How are you? You have power back. Oh, my God. I didn't have any internet for more than 24 hours, and that's stressful. I, I mean, I have a generator, so power was not a big deal. But there's no generator for internet. That's I don't sell service. I don't sell service. Come on. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Whole thing. Uh, but we're all here, and we have an amazing guest, someone I really like a lot. Who's here, Beth? Uh, one of our favorites, Aaron Lazar, is with us today. Absolutely. You may have seen him in Spandex, in Mamma Mia. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. He's done a lot of things. That's a random thing for me to highlight. But very random. Very random. <laughs> is on a brand new TV show, which looks really addictive, and he's working on a new album that sounds really great. There's a lot to talk about, and we will. But first, let's do some news. Well, we're starting with some really sad news, Beth, and some yeah. we just got, so we don't know much about it. The great Brent Carver, Tony winner Brent Carver, has passed away. We, we literally found out you know, a few minutes before we went live. Um, He won a Tony Award for Kiss of the Spider-Woman. He was Molina. He was everything. I actually got to interview him during Kiss of the Spider-Woman, one of my very early, early interviews. Um, Sweet guy, Canadian, uh, and he died in Canada. So he has so many credits in Canada, but he's also really well-loved on Broadway for Parade, um, Jason Robert Brown and Alfred Urey's parade, which he did in, which he got nominated for in 1989 for that. He won a Tony, so he's two-time Tony nominee, and he won a Tony for Spider-Woman. They are both very iconic performances. So amazing. And they haven't been revived, so those are the definitive performances. Yeah, so uh, very, very, very sad news. We don't know much about it, but we wanted to share it because we just found out. We're going to move on. Yeah. We're going to move on to something fun. If you watched yesterday, you saw Jackie Burns just rocking her pink wig and being all kinds of kooky and fun and talking about a killer party, which there, there's the cast. Uh, it's a murder mystery musical. And we found out yesterday, if you were watching, she actually let this news slip that there is a cast album. So oh. um, there you go. And of course, this has got such an incredible cast of singers, Alex Newell, Michael James Scott, Ms. Burns herself, Miguel Cervantes, Laura Osnes, Carolee Carmelo, Jared Spector, Jessica Keenan Wynn. I could go on. Jeremy Jordan plays himself. It's all very mysterious. But this um, cast album will be released on Broadway Records on August 21st. So you can watch the nine episodes and then you can enjoy the cast album. Cool. Um, Alan Cumming who you all love, Tony winner Alan Cumming. He, of course, back during his cabaret days, he was he started, uh, a, he had, used to have parties in his dressing room after the show, and they started calling it Club Cumming, and they got a neon sign, and that's what they called it. And now Club Cumming is a real club in the East Village. And now, because everything is, Club Cumming is going online. And so he announced that there will be these online variety shows. There's not much more we know about it, but I can promise you it will be entertaining because I trust Alan Cumming to show everyone a good time. There you go. Okay, well, we have some new casting. We talked about, well, we talked about Williamstown Theater Festival. 
did a really smart thing when all of this coronavirus stuff happened, which is they teamed up with Audible to put their season on Audible so you can listen to their shows. Now we have the complete cast. So we knew, for example, that Audra McDonald and Carla Gugino would be in A Streetcar Named Desire, and now the rest of the cast has been announced. With one exception, uh, Bobby Cannavale, who was supposed to play Stanley, is not going to play Stanley. Right. Uh, instead, Ariel Sharif will be playing that role. And Bobby Cannavale was just announced to be a part of Nine Perfect Strangers, which is based on the book uh, by Leanne Moriarty, who also wrote Big Little Lies. That will be on Hulu, so now we know what he's up to. But the rest of the shows also have announced a cast, including uh, Animals, which will feature How to Get Away with Murders, Asia Naomi King, there she is, and Photograph 51. Paul, do you remember Nicole Kidman did it in London? And we knew that Anna Klumski will do it. Now we've got the rest of that cast, including some of our favorites, Stephen Kunkin, Asif Monvi, Omar Metwali, Ben Rosenfield, and that is directed by Susan Stroman. So very starry as usual at Williamstown, but this time it's going to be in your earbuds. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so before we get to Mr. Lazar, yes. we have to get to, uh, I want to sort of finish our, continue, not finish, our little uh, education series we're doing here. So here is... Today's Today in Broadway. Now, we talk about all kinds of things every day in Today in Broadway, but today we have a real Broadway event. So five years ago tonight, Hamilton opened. My voice broke on that. That's how, that's how big that news was. It was, big, it was a big deal. And I think you all sort of know the backstory of Hamilton you know, Linda Miranda obviously did in the heist, huge hit, won the Tony, big deal, waved the flag at the Tony Awards. And then everybody was wondering what he would do next. And then he went on vacation and he picked up Ron Chernoff's uh, Hamilton book and said, I'm going to make a musical this. And then he started doing the Hamilton mixtape and getting friends involved. And it was a very casual, he, he played it very cool for a while. Like, oh, I'm just doing this thing. And then, and now it's Hamilton. It premiered at the public and then it opened. What a way to encapsulate it, Paul. Very good. Very good. <laughs> It opened tonight on Broadway, the Richard Rogers Theater, five years ago. And of course, it's currently on pause, but you can watch it on Disney Plus with the original cast that opened five years ago. Um, and I, so I was like, well, how do we honor this? And I just want to do something really quickly. I looked through our photos. We took so many photos that night. Mm -hmm. and it was at Pier 60, the party. It was a big event, obviously. There were fireworks. Uh, there, were, there were fireworks. And I'm just going to show you, see their photos uh, by Broadway.com's Bruce Glickus. And I'm just going to show you some of my favorite photos because let's just let, let's do that. Look at the ladies. Work, work. They're the ladies. Uh, um, oh, hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr.'s birthday. Happy birthday, Leslie Odom Jr. Of course, he went on to win a Tony Award. And there he is with his wife, Nicolette Robinson, on the big night. And here's the dream team. Alex Lacamoire and Tommy Kale and Lynn Manuel Miranda and they look nice and they win awards and here's, here's John Groff looking adorable. That's exciting. And then I love I love this photo. Karen, oh Karen Olivo and Karen, this is Karen Olivo saying, How did you do this twice? And also saying, When can I join the cast? And of course she did end up doing it. Uh, in Chicago, and interestingly, I, I was looking through our photos, and you know they're they're taken chronologically. Aaron Tveit and Karen Olivo were like back to back on the red carpet. Aha. Weird. Hmm. Here's another interesting, like interesting now. So, 
Stephen Pasquale is, of course, a great friend of Limabo Miranda. And there's Pippa Sue. They are now married. But back then, they were, like, I think just starting to secretly date. That they weren't engaged until the next year. So this is very... They were introduced by John. Very, yes. Very early. Uh, what else do I want to show you? I want to show you this because Rosie O'Donnell, I like her business casual hairdo. <laughs> good one. And then we have Sarah Jessica Parker and Allison Williams uh, there at every opening. And then I liked how Susan Sarandon's looking at Jonathan Groff because we all do. Um, and so anyway, that's, that was it. That was it. I just wanted to that show That was Jake Gyllenhaal, by the way. That was Jake Gyllenhaal, so, not Jonathan Groff. It might have been before he was on Broadway or around the same time. Jake, I think he was doing... Um, Little shop with Ellen Gray. Or anyway, uh, so those are just some fun, some memories of five years ago. Obviously, Hamilton will be back. He'll be back. Uh, you'll be back. And uh, still a big hit. And uh, that was today in Broadway. So, Beth. Yes. Time to bring a very talented guy in. Um, if Caitlin, do you want to properly introduce today's guests? Just say he can do anything. And everything. Gladly. I'll try my best to summarize his career in a very short, brief moment. All right. I'm going to introduce him. Don't forget the spandex. Oh, oh my God. I won't. Well, now here we go. (laughs) Guys, we have another really fun episode of Live at Five Home Edition live right here on Facebook and YouTube for you. As we keep saying, Mr. Aaron Lazar is here with us today. He's talking all about his upcoming brand new album, Broadway lullabies we got a sneak peek and it is just beautiful music in your ears and also he's going to be in the upcoming tv show filthy rich so we have a lot to talk about you guys probably know him from one of his many 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 turns on the broadway stage as paul mentioned he wore spandex in mamma mia he was in les mis he was in a little night music he was in the last ship uh most recently he was on tour in dear evan hansen so guys we have a lot to talk about you can follow him on social at aaron scott lazar don't forget the middle name leave all of your questions in the comments below and everyone please welcome aaron and paul aaron lazar paul what's going on good to see you sir i like your um what what's going on behind you there's a lot going on behind you. You're home, obviously, but what's going on behind home. you? So I thought because I'm talking about Broadway Lullabies today, which was inspired by my kids, that I would do this live at five with you guys in the Kids Hall of Fame. There's just a lot of kids back there. When they used to go to school. Remember school? Yeah, school. That's yeah. right. That's right. Now my hair looks like this because school is basically right here. And so uh-huh. I wear spandex and I teach my children math. Let's get this over with. How how are things going? Five months into this this crazy new world. Yeah, you know what? There, I feel like I'm sliding out of frame because it's backwards on my end. If I go that way, there we go. Um, it's going really good, actually. Thank God. I mean, thank God we're, we're all healthy. Uh, and I was on the road for almost eighteen months, so right. being home. It's it's good. It's good to be home. I moved into a new place, and I get to be with my children uh, every day, and I've really reconnected with them, which has just been huge. And you know, it's been uh, it's been it's been a little crazy trying to be a homeschool teacher at times, uh, but that's for everybody. Um, so you you have a beautiful family. Whenever you post like whenever you post like family photos or anything on Instagram, I feel like 
I just bought a frame and that was like the, the picture of the models that you take out to put uh, in your family picture. Very, very beautiful family. Uh, what have you learned about uh, your kids being home with them? Oh, what a great question. Well, Julian's my oldest. He's 10 and a half, which is, I don't know how that happened. I was like, he's gonna be 11 soon. Um, I've learned that, you know, he is this incredibly just sweetheart emotions on his sleeve, sweetest kid in the world and a hell of an athlete. And uh, my little guy, Adrian, who's eight and a half, about to be nine, I've just learned that he's like, I think he's a, a soul, like an old soul. Like he wants to be a trillionaire. He's currently obsessed with mansions uh, where he, I'll be like, you okay, buddy? He's on the iPad and he's like, yeah, yeah, dad, I'm good. I'm just, I'm learning about this $12.9 million mansion in Bel Air right now. So like, just give me a second. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Um, but he's super fun and super into animals. And I've learned that I'm not the best at taking care of leopard gecko lizards. So uh, what can you do? But I've gotten better. Uh, has 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 said uh, lizard died or? That lizard almost died. Okay. But that wasn't really my fault. Lizards eat mealworms and crickets. This lizard doesn't really like eating either. No, you only can let so many crickets out in your kid's bedroom before you stop feeding them crickets. And they've got to get the mealworms. If you're not going to eat the mealworm lizard, it's not much I can do. But you know, I, act I actually recently started uh, watching unexpectedly Million Dollar Listing Los Angeles and Selling Sunset. So I might have a lot to talk about. Sure. Actually, yeah. Yeah, no, they're it's super addictive and, you know, we'll ride bikes because there's not much else you can do and we'll ride around and we'll look at all these amazing places. And it's cool. Let the kids dream, baby. Let them dream. Sure. So did these boys um, grow up hearing dad sing Broadway lullabies them? Yes. So especially during pandemic, I've been singing them to sleep. You know, there were some anxiety issues, you know, the little guy was panicking. I mean, it was no joke, right? If we remember back to March and April and, and them not being in school. So there was a lot of stress and I was singing, I've been singing Till There Was You from Music Man to them. And then I would go into, you know, like you wish upon a star, I mean, everything, just everything. And they, then they fall asleep. So I thought it might be a cool album someday. And uh, on this television show, Filthy Rich, I got to work with this great music producer. His name's Travis Howard. He was, he was uh, Miranda Lambert's guy for a while and cool. he did all the music for this television show. And, He's right here. And so I sort of floated it by him one day. I'm like, hey, man, would you want to make this? And he's like, yeah. And then we were like, all right, well, how can we do that? Because nobody can come into the studio. Right. So we figured out this whole remote recording thing. And I started asking some fancy Broadway star parents, friends, fancy Broadway star friends who were parents, um, if they might want to sing a track. And everybody's just like, oh my God, yeah, this is such a beautiful idea and it'd be great for the kids and families and really kind of anybody because it's just soothing. So we started putting it together. We did a couple tracks. I did a track, Kelly O'Hara did it sings Goodnight My Someone. Uh, Corey Cott, who I got to spend some awesome time with on this television show as well, sings uh, River in the Rain from Big River. Um, and we finished those three and we sort of have that up on our Kickstarter page, which... Uh, I hope everybody can go check out and we're trying to just raise the money to finish the album. And we've got some awesome Broadway stars who uh, we can announce are, are going to 
do some more lullabies for us. We got Adam Jacobs, uh, and Adam and I did the Les Mis revival together, which was awesome. Uh, we've got Ashley Brown. We've cool. got uh, we've got Patina Miller. Come on, right? And then I also announced today three more amazing Broadway stars who are coming on: Alex Gemignani, Nikki Renee Daniels, and her husband Jeff Crady. Uh, and then we've got two more announcements to make that we'll save for the next thing. So just trying to finish raising this money and put some beautiful music out there. So we're going to talk about the Kickstarter, but I want to play, you actually shared some, uh, some, some music so people can get a little taste of it. And I, I, I made a little, you just, you shared some audio and I was like, well, we need visual to go with audio. So I made a little video and I merged them and I, Oh, I needed to find the images of everybody. So I said, you're going to hate me in 90 seconds. I said, I'm just going to use people's promo photos, whatever they're using to promote themselves. So here's a little taste of the Broadway Lullabies album. I can't wait. Sweet dreams be yours, dear, if dreams there be. Sweet dreams to carry. Time of trouble When you're out ahead And your muddy bubbles Roll across my floor Carrying away the things I treasure And there ain't no way to measure Why I love you more Than I did the day before I never heard it at all Till there was Let's have a round of applause for your abs. That uh, that is that is a photo on your website. I didn't have to dig very far, very hard to find that photo. I just love the the, the juxtaposition of that photo and the, and a lullaby. I think. Yeah, I thought I thought it was, I thought it worked. I thought it worked. It's gonna it's gonna inspire Hugh Jackman's performance. I'm sure. There you go. Uh, there you go. We gotta get so, you. Uh, how do your are your abs still in that shape? Five months into okay. No, definitely not. I uh, I work out on my roof. I've got this private roof deck, which has become my little workout sanctuary. So like early pandemic, I was like, oh, I'm gonna get shredded, man. There's nothing else to do, and now I'm just like drinking and watching TV. No, I'm not. I'm busy, but like working out. It's 95 degrees here in the heated. Like it's hot. Yeah, right. In the valley, man. All right. Enough about you. The music sounds beautiful. Let's so focus the music, on the music, Aaron. Let's just focus on the music. We should focus I'm on the music. Uh, uh, this music sounds great. I, I love all those songs. Um, I love the idea of this. And so the idea is to kind of like make this beautiful sort of soothing 
Broadway. I mean, so are people, oh, you mentioned a bunch of names right before we went to that video. Are people sort of picking songs that they're, what's the process like of figuring out what what's a great Broadway lullaby? Yeah, so our music director is Austin Cook, who was our music director. I worked with him on the Dear Evan Hansen tour. He, he was an associate music director on Hamilton. Um, and he also is my, has been my MD recently for my solo cabaret stuff. And he's a mad genius on the piano. So what, what we've been doing is we'll sort of have the Broadway star, like, pick the song and we'll help them if they need some help. And then send us, like, a scratch vocal. And then Austin creates a beautiful track to that on piano. And then our fancy peeps record to that at home, send it back. And if we need to build a track around it, Travis and Austin build the track. And then Travis mixes it all together and we've got this thing. So it's been kind of a nice way to just stay creative and like sing and make music. Um, you know, you talk about Brent Carver. I was, I like have a goal, like try and learn a song a week here while there's like, try and just keep singing. And I was yeah. just working on parade like a week ago. And that guy was amazing. Um, may he rest in peace. So anyway, that's what we're doing. And, and uh, yeah, my kids are obsessed with the calm app, you know, um, yeah which is just these like very calming stories. So the tone is kind of in that vein where you could just pop this thing on at night and everybody falls asleep. Right. You know, or if you're on like a long car ride trying to get cross country because nobody's flying anywhere, um, you know, throw it on. So it's the opposite goal of like when you're putting together a cabaret act, you don't want, then, then you're, then you're trying to keep people <laughs> alert and into it. You're yeah, actually this is, like, this is like right. This is like one of the only times where I'm like proud to be like, if you fall asleep to this, we've done our job, achieved it. <laughs> yeah, so, if the kids calm down despite all they're doing, just raiding the fridge and freezer all day eating sugar. If you can get them to calm down with this, we've done our job. I've I've um, known you forever. I've known you since you first sort of arrived and on Broadway. And you always have a project going on. You have a real like entrepreneur kind of spirit to you. I feel like you always have something beyond being a performer that you're working on. So this kind of fits that you would be sinking your energy into this. Yeah, it's true. And we do, we go back, man. I, 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 uh, we've known each other a long time, still looking good. And, and, uh, and I love that the last time I saw you in live at five, the hair was different. It was different. Today you got you got that. It's still, you, you know, we got our hair. Thank God. Um, but yeah, I I think how do we keep Broadway alive right now? I mean, I'm just I'm grateful to anybody that can go to our Kickstarter and check it out. And and I just feel like it's we all. I mean, there's so many people, like you said, Alan's got his thing, and then there's that you know musical mystery thing going around. We're all trying to find yeah. ways to keep Broadway alive. Yeah. Um, I was in the middle of raising capital for Living Broadway, which is this Broadway-themed destination experience in Times Square uh, when COVID hit. So it was part Broadway museum, part Broadway-themed attraction, and um, brought, you know that entrepreneurial fire in me and merging that with my love of you know what's been sort of my life's work uh, is what it's all about for me. And what more can we do right now than you know, sing, make some music. Yeah. So I'm really proud of it. And I'm really grateful to all of our artists and Travis and Austin for bringing us together. And I just hope we can, you know, finish raising the money and put some more, put some more tracks out.
No, yeah, so there's a Kickstarter. That's a very long uh, URL, but people can go on the Kickstarter. They can search your name or they can search Broadway Lullabies. Yeah, and go on my Instagram. It's right there too. Right. And so it's uh, and it's a way to, uh, you know, you get so you get things. It's one of those. You have to come up with things. Yeah, to, like, you get all kinds of things. You can get uh, people like Broadway stars leaving you voicemails and doing Zoom calls with you. And you'll get the album early. You know, once we finish recording it, we'll we'll send it to folks who make a certain donation like a month before anybody else gets it. Um, we were thinking about doing an actual physical print of a CD and having people sign it and stuff the way, you know, old school. But I don't know. We're think we're thinking about it. So that may become like a new reward if the demand for everybody's signature is there, but we'll see. Oh, so let's talk about filthy rich. I don't know much about it. I was super excited when you got cast in it. It's a new Fox. It looks like a, a soapy, sudsy Fox drama, comedy drama. What is it? Sexy Kim Cattrall's in it. What's going on? Tell me it's about it. It's all those things, man. Yeah. It's, it's like a Gothic soap. It's, it's definitely going to get filthy. Um, you know, look at Kim's amazing dress there. It's fancy. It's super fun. Tate Taylor created this and, and Abe Sylvia is our, is our incredible writer showrunner. And, um, the people are just awesome. And there were a bunch of, uh, you know, Broadway alums in season one. Um, me, Corey Cott, and Rachel York. Uh, I don't know if I'm missing anybody. Um, but yeah, just, it was great. I just, I went from the tour straight to New Orleans and we were able to wrap a season of television before this whole wow. thing happened, which nobody anticipated. So we're one of these rare television shows that actually has a full season in the can. Uh, we premiere September 21st coming up. Awesome. I'm so excited. And, and was it fun to, did you like doing it? Did you like filming it and being on set and immersing yourself and all that? Yeah. I loved it, man. I mean, you know, a lot of it comes down to the people and the material and those were just amazing. Um, but the character is so fun. I play like this, you know, sort of popular ambitious minister of this billion dollar Christian network that, Ah. Her and, and her husband, Gerald McRaney, uh, I'm sort of the minister of their network. Um, and so there's all these power struggles and it's, it's, uh, it was a blast. And New Orleans was an awesome place to like really spend having been on the road before that, right. To 26 cities with the Evan Hansen tour, New Orleans was not one of them. Funny enough, they went to New Orleans. The Evan Hansen tour went to New Orleans while I was still shooting there, so I got to go back and say hi to, to you know, the tour friends. But I didn't. I had spent maybe a week in New Orleans before doing like a Tennessee Williams play, um, and I loved it. It was a, it was a great place to spend a couple months. So you're a man of the cloth. There's uh, just a good guy, no secrets. Just a total clean guy. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, no. There's so many secrets. Tell me about that guy. Yeah, there's nothing filthy, but yeah, this guy gets pretty filthy, so it's um, it'll be fun for people to watch, and it was so much fun to play. Um, you, must love, you must love, like, today, Falwell's all over the news. You know, the last couple of days, you must love, like, uh, like, there's so many, like, pop culture figures, uh, Falwell Jr., right? There's so many pop culture with his pants unbuttoned. You know that, that photo, that whole thing that's happening? There's no, all, because... all these guys get in trouble, and so... yeah. Uh, I, I don't know about that only because I went through like the watching the news every day with coronavirus and then being like, that's not healthy. 
stopped for a while, was like, that's not also completely healthy. Started again and was like, no, it's better without watching it. So I haven't watched the news in like a week. Right. Um, well, so Falwell's fall son is taking his pants off. Is that what's happening? He was at a party. He put a photo up with his pants undone next to a woman that's not his wife. But they were in costume. It was a costume party. I don't know. A costume I, coronavirus party or this is pre? You know what? Don't, yeah, don't worry about it. You're probably much healthier just sticking in with your family and lullabies. Family and lullabies. <laughs> Those are good things to focus on right now. But I'm excited for this show. How many episodes are there in the first season? There's 10 in the first season. Um, cool. And, yeah, I mean, I started my career on television in New York as an extra on Sex in the City. So to have come full circle and, uh, and you know. What? Uh, what scene? What scene? Who was in the scene or what episode? Okay, or? all right. Uh I believe Charlotte was getting married. Yeah. Is, is that a thing? That happened. That happened I yeah. No one's asked me that. That's a great question. I should know that. But I, I remember being at a wedding. So I'm pretty sure. You were at Charlotte's wedding? I was at Charlotte's wedding. Oh, yeah. She, went, she, went, she became Jewish to get married to that guy. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Maybe that's why I was there. Yeah. <laughs> they knew. They knew. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, let's bring Caitlin in. She has a few. Let's take some fan questions. Wait. Yeah. Anyway. It was, I was a little late, but that was good. That's what the thing was supposed to be. Okay. <laughs> First question Marco on YouTube wants to know Aaron, if you could have anyone sing you a Broadway lullaby to you. Oh. Who would you choose? And who would you choose and which song? Oh my god. Well, Kelly O'Hara is as dreamy come true for that as you can get. And so that dream's already come true. And um I think the new you know, the the new dream would be if we can get Sebastian Arcellus and Stephanie Block to do a duet. That would be cool. Yeah. So cross your fingers. Uh, that that might happen. Um, and also maybe Casey Levy. We might get Casey. And Casey Levy would probably be like, I mean, she and I did a workshop together and I was like, you know, unbelievable. She's, her voice is unbelievable. So I guess that those guys. Beautiful. Who wouldn't want them singing them to sleep? Yeah. Oh, one other question. So Jenny on Twitter wants to know, were you nervous about announcing the project before it was done yet? Like, was there any hesitancy with saying you were going to do this before it was all the, all the way completed? No, you know, I thought about bringing this to like a label and raising money and doing the whole thing. And then I just thought, let's just see if people want it. You know, mm-hmm. um, it, it was enough of a, uh, I, I pitched the idea to sort of enough people and it felt like the right concept, like from just the idea of creating this thing for kids and families seems, you know, it's, we're super heartfelt about it. And, um, and so now it's just, I'm just curious to see if the Broadway fans are like interested in it. Um, And also like definitely give me and our team feedback on the Kickstarter thing, because it's my first Kickstarter. So we're totally open to like, if we need to change rewards and do cooler stuff, like whatever that is, everybody's sort of all in and we all just want to make this. Um, so we're having fun with it, just going with the flow. 
Cool. I love that. Okay. Maxi wants to know, how did you even go about recording some of this stuff? While you already have at least three songs recorded. How did that happen when everyone's in quarantine? Yeah, so we just do it remotely. So either the artist has their own recording equipment or we'll send them this mic that we like to use. And it's just like super high quality recording that they'll send files back. And our our guy, Travis Howard, is basically a genius. By the way, I sing on this TV show, so you'll get to hear some really cool tracks, which is how I got mm-hmm. to know how great Travis is, because um, I was recording stuff with Travis throughout the season. And um, and so Travis and Austin make some magic. And and what's great is our, our stars just can do it at home. So, you know, we're, we're uh, pretty easy breezy. Love it. Okay, last question. Which one? Okay. Oh, okay. This is a good one. Alexis wants to know. She just asked because you said you sang. Do you and Corey sing together on the show or is it only on the Broadway lullaby? We might. There might be a tune. I don't know if I'm allowed to say anything, but I can say that. A maybe. Yeah, and I love that dude, by the way. Like, Corey Cott is a great, great actor, and he's an unbelievable singer, and he's just a great guy, and he's an amazing father and husband, so it's just great to, like, you know, get to know somebody, because I'd heard of him, you know, through the Broadway stuff, but I'd never gotten to work with him, so it was, it, it was fun to uh, cross paths with, with him, and uh, he's become a buddy, and yeah, so just super grateful to have people interested in again, just being creative and doing what we can do in this crazy time. And I love that you guys are doing what you're doing. This is super fun and we just have to keep going. We got to keep the wind in the sails and know that Broadway's going to come back and, you know, Hollywood stuff's starting to come back already. So everybody's got to stay, mm-hmm. stay positive, stay creative, you know? Hey, Aaron, if I want to make a Kickstarter page, to bring that production of Mayor Louis Roll Along that you starred in in LA that Michael Arden directed to Broadway. How much money do I need to put up the goal? We got to call Michael, man, but I don't think it would be crazy. Now, look, I, if we talk about then, which was a couple of years ago, you probably need like eight, nine, ten million dollars to transfer it. But now, I don't think Broadway shows are coming back at crazy budgets, right? I think everybody's going to we're going to get real with theater. And so I think you could bring that show for a couple million bucks, but let's get Michael to make that happen. That was, that was really fun. That production, that production was beautiful. I always want to tell people that because when certain things don't make it to New York, it's like sometimes some people forget about them and think, and it was brilliant. It was so good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Thanks. Michael's brilliant. Right. That yeah. Was, he's a Beth loves that show too. Hi, Beth. Are you still there? I love that show. You've been talking about that production forever. Well, since I saw it, yeah. Since you saw it. I love it. And you know what, Aaron? If you come back to New York to do Merrily, let's say, I think you should do on an off night, you should do a Broadway lullaby concert. We'll all bring sleeping bags, and that'll be. Well, hold know, on. Well, <laughs> so, this is super card before the horse, very early, but. Empire Outlets, Staten Island. Anybody know of it? No, tell us. $500 million renovation in Staten Island right off the ferry. Uh-huh. They're, they're open, 
and they're still getting about 7,000 people a day going through there. And so we're actually talking to them about a Broadway lullabies kind of event. Nice. Uh, Wow. But, you know, I'm just curious. You guys have to keep me posted and I'll keep watching the show and we'll stay in touch. But I'm curious as to what what are y'all in New York doing? Like, is, are people going out? Like, are people seeing things? Is theater happening? I know Michael Arden, speaking of, is, is, has that really cool outdoor theater, mm. you know, mm-hmm. performance project happening. So, um, you know, I think we're all just trying to figure out how to keep things going and what people yeah. will go. I took my kids to see... Andrew Samansky's cabaret at the drive-in cabaret in Ventura here, which I thought, how's that going to be? And it was great. Even Mm. though, you know, you you honk your horn instead of clap, which was (laughs) wacky, but the sound was so good. He sounded amazing. He had this nine piece jazz orchestra, a bunch of dudes had played with Sinatra and all those guys. And, and, uh, and my kids were in their pajamas and we had like, you know, popcorn and like, they loved it. And I was like, okay, so like, you know, People are trying. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the sound came through a radio station, right? Like yeah, it came awesome. through. And I thought that might be like, eh, it was really good. Cool. It was weird because if you opened your window and stuck your head out, you heard nothing. And that stage was like, right, like <laughs> they, they heard themselves. But like if you right. back in the car, you were like, oh, there, it was crazy. Wow. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. I don't cool. know any drive-in concerts, but I love the drive-in. Yeah. Very creative. Super creative. Well, Mr. Lazar, it's good to see you. Thank you for checking in with us. I'm glad you and the family are well. Everyone needs to go on Kickstarter and support this Broadway Lullabies album. And Filthy Rich, Filthy Rich, this guy's on TV on Fox starting in September for 10 weeks. Super excited. Can't wait. Congratulations. Uh, Hope to see you soon. Caitlin, why don't you take us out? Yes. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today for another fun episode of Live at Five Home Edition. You can follow along where we get your podcast by searching for hashtag Live at Five and hitting that subscribe button. Be sure to join us on Monday, not tomorrow, on Monday when we talk to Tony winner Santino Fontana. And taking us out today is the one and only Tony winner Leslie Odom Jr. singing from Hamilton in honor of both the Hamilton anniversary and Leslie's birthday. Thank you.